Hello and welcome to Blazing Guts. I'm Teresa Blaze, along with my best friend, my sidekick, my partner in podcasting, Michelle Saunders Guts. And we are here. We've got some football to talk about. I know we've missed a few weeks, but man, you know, there's been a lot of reasons for that. But we're back and we're going to get back on track. And we've got a lot of football to cover. But first of all, Michelle, welcome to the show. Hey, Teresa. I am so happy to be back in the saddle and talking football with you. You're my football bestie. <laughs> well, I mean, we, you know, we pretty much cover a lot of things that, that happen. And, you know, it's like we're always monitoring and it's like, you know, and, and, and I'll tell you something, guys, the, you know, this whole football thing isn't just something we do for the podcast. Uh, I mean, we're talking about it off off the mic as well, especially on Sundays and on the nights that they play. You know, it's like, um, you know, we're talking about it and, and comparing notes and she'll hear something or, or see something and I'll hear something. And it's just like, you know, she loves it and I love it. And but I wish I had some good topics today. I wish I had some good reasons to be happy with our, our teams, because this last week and for most of the teams, most of the weeks that we've been covering through the first six weeks have been brutal. Just a heads up, I don't know what the... Michelle, do you know what the record of the Chiefs is? Right now, because, let's see, they were the leaders in their conference last time I looked, and then they lost, right, um, that game, and it was so disappointing to the Bills, but yeah, that was not cool. Um, but hold on here, and I can tell you, Four and two. AFC West, uh, they are still the leaders. Uh, they're even with the Chargers. Uh, we'll get into that game in a couple of minutes uh, because we've got some other games to cover as well. The Broncos are three and three, and the Cardinals are two and four. Well, actually, the Broncos' latest is two and four. Yeah, the bottom of the AFC West. Oh, I, oh, I remember Raiders. What it was. Oh, mm-hmm. what are the wait? Raiders? Yeah, one and four. Ouch, that's even worse. That's a lot worse. All right, let's let's do this. Let's cover the Chiefs. Through the last three games, what have you seen? I have seen great Chiefs football. I've seen a balanced offensive, defensive quarterback out of the pocket, quarterback in the pocket, team members stepping up, team playing together, you know, confident, jumping out there, being aggressive from the start, uh, go, 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 not just stepping in at the last minute and having Mahomes win the game. You know, I've seen some consistency. I've seen um, leadership. I've seen a lot with what they have been doing and how they have been playing all the way around and wanting to win. And, you know, they're not off in how they play together as a team, but I will say sometimes they are well-rounded all the way around and other times offense is lagging and not playing so good. So what ha- what happened yesterday or no uh, Sunday? What happened was, in my opinion, that 
the teams were evenly matched athletically. Uh, Josh Allen played amazingly well. Mahomes uh, unfortunately didn't play in the last quarter as well as he typically does and threw an interception and they weren't uh, far enough ahead. And then Buckner didn't kick for the field goal. He was injured. He did do a 51 plus kick, which was phenomenal. But then when it was coming down to the last hour, you know, he did not score there either. So I think the culmination, they ran out of time and the other team, you know, with that interception, uh, that, that just kind of turned down the chance. That was that, that was, you know, the bills and bills were out to win. I mean, they're, they, they lost to the chiefs and, that really, I think, had an impact on their pride. And I mean, they were out there and ready to stomp. They the came Chiefs, to play. Yeah. Yeah. And it was incredible to watch them play. Well, and you got, yeah, you have to respect the likes of Josh Allen. I mean, that guy is incredible. I mean, his poise in the pocket, um, you know, and, you know, if you have a well-coached team with offense and defense that is running on all cylinders, it shows. If you don't have a well-coached team that's running on all cylinders, guess what? It shows. (laughs) Yeah. Football is that way. It's crazy. So I would say then for now, for right now, I would say the Chiefs are, are playing at, you know, um, at the best that, that they obviously they have some things to clean up. And I'm pretty sure that um, their, their coach is going to address the issues that happened. Yes, I think so, too. And, you know, they do try to course correct quickly. You know, and I th- to me, that's the difference between a winning team and a not winning team, because if you can't identify the problems and you can't course correct, you can't. You know, you can't diagnose what the heck is going on on the field. That's a problem. Yep, it sure is. And Andy Reid is such a great coach. Oh, my gosh. He is a he really does know how to work with his team and he gets excited about, you know, his team. And I, I like to watch him when he you know does his press conferences. They're short and sweet. And he gets asked some pretty straightforward questions, but I try to just kind of stay up to date with their their changes and kind of how they see how they play football. You know, and you got to respect that. I okay. So with now that we you know we've got the good, relatively good team out of the way, now we got to talk about some real. problematic teams and i'm not sure which is the worst even though i did see some signs of life from denver uh yesterday you know they came out they threw for 10 straight points the defense was on fire you know and then later in the game russell wilson started doing some running plays and i guess he hadn't been before he was just not himself you know but still i mean it was a bet. It, it was a better showing, but it's still they're still sitting at two and four. Teresa, I you know was a big fan of the Broncos for a long time, as you know, and I've shared. And that was in the day when Elway played, and then you know when you had um, uh, Peyton Manning playing, and the team. I mean, the dynamics of the team are so different right now. I mean, 
I, I mean, when I watch the Chiefs, maybe because I know more about the players and know a little bit more about the team, and I don't know as much, but the Broncos just seem like they have to get their, uh, I don't know, boom. Or, I mean, there's something, they're so, I don't know if they're almost lackluster. Yeah, that's it. I'm like, where is their charisma? Where is their bzzz? You know what I mean? I do. I do. Because I feel the same way about the Cardinals, you know, and, and we'll get into that in a minute. But like, I, I really do feel the same way about the Cardinals because, you know, here Kyler Murray got this big contract and he's playing like garbage, you know, and, and I don't know if it's a matter of like, because I'm with you. OK, I remember the days of Elway and watching him play some of those incredible games and going, how the heck did he make that throw? You know, I remember the Super Bowls. I remember all of it. You know, my mom used to call it a bunch of men chasing a lopsided ball. You know, uh, she was not a football fan, but I loved it. You know, I remember I'd, I'd sit down and I'd watch it and I, and I enjoyed it, you know, but now it that actually leads me to a question, and it was one that uh, got brought up on another podcast, but I thought it would be a good one to discuss here. Has the aim for being help making sure that players are safer weakened the game of football? That's a possibility. I mean, I know that there's been a lot of controversy around safety in the NFL right now. I mean, you know, everybody that is following the NFL is probably following the fact that Brady and his wife are possibly getting a divorce. And she has talked about the violence in the sport. You know, I did, I did follow some of that. Um, And yet, I mean, even Peyton and Eli Manning on their commentary when they were covering uh, a Thursday night game, because I guess they cover on Amazon, which I find interesting, you know, even even they were talking about it going, you know what? The ref needs to take a dress off and just let the players play. This would have been a lot rougher game back in my day. Yeah, they just I think they've yeah, they've become very uh, I don't know what the word is, but safety focused yet. You know, there's been some pushback and things like that. And let's face it. Here's my thing. Yes, we need to protect the players. I get that. It's a rough sport. There needs to be some rules. Um, but we don't want to so over um, water down what you can and cannot do that it's no longer football. Yeah. And I do think that there's not an easy path to that. You know, I agree. I just wanted to kind of touch on that because that seems to be a topic uh, within the NFL right now. And it was brought up on another show that I, that I follow once in a while. And it got me to thinking, you know, like, you know, in today's society, in today's culture, are we more concerned with safety or are we more concerned with just letting them play? I mean, injuries happen. That's kind of part of the game. Does it suck? Sure. It does. But that's part of the game. That's part of what you agree to. When you sign that contract, there's a chance that I could get seriously hurt. And you and you know that going in, you have to work out and you got to train and you got to keep up and you got to make sure that you are, you know, prepared. And I mean, 
Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, there was an injury. You know, every time I watch a game, there's one or two injuries. Yeah. Well, I mean, for example, actually, let's do this. Um, you know, you know, let's let's touch on this. You know, Hollywood brand of the Arizona Cardinals. He got injured. He's out with a fractured foot for six weeks. Yep. And we know Buckner was injured, right? Right, right. And our car and our Cardinals kicker is injured. And that was part of our problem because we kept having this new guy. Oh, and I'm hoping they let him go. Please let him go. We need another kicker because, yeah, it, it, there was just no confidence in him whatsoever. They would not, you know, he he he, he, he could not. He missed an extra point. And then he last week, he missed the game tying field goal. Oh, geez, that has got to be rough. I mean, you know, and I'm going, OK, no, no, just let the you gave the guy two chances. Let him go. Find someone else, please. You know, that just comes with the territory. You know, guys get hurt. But I want to actually dig into the actual Cardinals because that's I have some things to say on that. Uh, but before we go there. I want to talk about this week's sponsor. And this week, my, Michelle and I have a sponsor that I think if you guys love football, you're going to love this. Have you guys ever sat down to watch a good movie? Well, guess what? We've got one for you. It's called Underdog by Kurt Warner. And if you know anything about Kurt Warner, he is an incredible guy. Uh, he is a solid believer. And he actually, I mean, Mike and I met him. Mike is my husband. We actually met him in person when my daughter was in um, was still in 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 rehab recovery uh, in, in the hospital. He hit Kurt Warner's wife and Coach Ken Winsenhunt's wife would come to the hospital and you know and play with the kids and whatnot. And they found out that we were Cardinals fans. And Kurt came to the hospital and held my daughter. I still have a we still have a picture of that. That's so special. I, 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 I just, he's, he's a solid guy. He runs a cool, like he calls it the treasure house. It's for people. It's for adults with disabilities, like mental disabilities. Um, his kid has autism and is blind. I mean, you know, I just have some major, major respect for Warner and this movie it's a must watch. I mean, obviously, you're going to have your football. In fact, I didn't realize that he started with the in arena football, which arena football is an interesting sport, by the way. Yeah, that movie tells it like it is. You watch it and they get slammed up against those walls and you're going, ow, that's going to leave a mark. <laughs> you know, but yeah, no, um, seriously, watch the movie. You can find it at blazeandguts.com forward slash underdog that is blazingguts.com forward slash underdog you'll also find it on our sponsors page yeah seriously check it out it's it's a really good flick it, you know it's 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 clean and it's family friendly too so you can't beat that all right now on to the one team that i love but honestly the cardinals two and four and all i'm seeing is they're making these cute plays that keep blowing up on them for the first, what was it? Three or four games, three, four, five games. They couldn't score in the first quarter. Only in this last game did we actually score in the first quarter. It was a field goal, but hey, it was a score. Okay. So we're thinking, okay, okay, we're doing good. We're getting on our start. No, 
the defense was playing lights out football. They were trying to win the game. Special teams, especially this last week, played well. They were the only ones that got us a touchdown uh, because the uh, punt was blocked and someone ran it back for a touchdown. Offense. That is a train wreck. And someone please explain to me why it is that Kyler Murray has this big, huge contract, but he can't do jack squat to get this team off the ground. I understand where some people are are blaming the coach because of, you know, the cute plays, but at least they were running the ball this time in, 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 in this game. They were actually running the ball, which was a far cry from what we had seen before. Okay, this this game wasn't on the coach in my mind. There was good clock management. There was, you know, relatively good clock management. This one was on Kyler and the and the and the offensive line because they kept letting him get pressured. And obviously, when when he gets pressured, he can't think. He starts having to go into I have to uh, react mode instead of being proactive. (sighs) Do I think that uh, Cliff Kingsbury needs to be fired? No, not yet. I think if we end up with a losing season, I think we really ought to really consider uh, not bringing him back. But I absolutely am disgusted with what I'm seeing with the performance of our offense. That defense tried to win the game. They put everything they had out on that field, heart, soul, blood, tears, everything. You would think that defense would or that offense would do the same. But so far, I haven't seen it. And I think a lot of our fans are... That's another thing. Michelle, when you... When a football team goes out to play, is it more disappointing for the fans, do you think, if they put a garbage product out on the field? Because in in my mind, you know, if the fans, especially if they buy season tickets, they expect to see a good uh, return on their investment. Absolutely. I mean, I do think that fans will give their teams grace. You know, I mean, there's always ups and downs and ebbs and flows. And if the team has a winning attitude and has won in the past and do try and get out there and play, you know, you'll see maybe, you know, a little more grace by the fans. But, you know, to go from a team like the Cardinals were last year to where they are now, I mean, no excuse. Absolutely none. No. And I'm, I, I just, and I have, and I know that there have been injuries. There's been suspensions. DeAndre Hopkins is coming back and I'm hoping that lights a little bit of fire. But as we said, Hollywood Brown has now been injured. So now he's out. Okay. And the Cardinals just made a trade for, uh, Robbie, uh, Sanders, which the interim coach of the Panthers has some history with the Cardinals because he used to be head coach for the Cardinals, Stephen Wilkes. The interesting thing on that is apparently, and I didn't see this, but apparently Robbie Sanders blew up or had a altercation with Wilkes on the sideline and Wilkes sent him back to the locker room. So naturally, the Panthers are wanting to move on. And apparently there's a little bit more to that because Matt Rule, who was a former coach, was fired from the Panthers. And Rule was a big proponent of this receiver, wanted him on the team. And the Panthers like, no, we're moving on. You know, so there, I guess there's a lot of history, a lot of water under that bridge. Am I am are we am I expecting to see um, any massive differences? I don't know because I don't know the player that well. We'll have to wait and see. But it just feels like, as far as injuries right now for this Cardinals team, Russian roulette. Yeah, they've had some really tough luck. They really have, and 
I, you know, I get that there's injuries, but you kind of, when you know that you've got men that are out, you got to have a next man up mentality. Yeah. I don't know enough about the coach. Really. I don't know when he's coached well and the team, I mean, they came out last year and they were just, they were on fire. They were like on fire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what changed. I don't know. Um, you know, one of my one of my favorite con- uh, commentators in the local Arizona space, you know, apparently, you know, the training camps and some of the preseason stuff, he calls it camp pillow fight because it's not as rough and going as it should be. Uh, you know, well, I mean, I don't know. I uh, All right. Now, I don't know what to make of the Cardinals. I but I admit I'm sorely, sorely disappointed in the product that's being put on that field. And it's not the defense. That defense is playing up to its standard for the most part. Are there are there sure missed plays, missed tackles? Yeah. Do they need to clean it up? Yeah. But overall, they're playing well. The problem they've got is you can't win games on field goals, and you can't win games hurting yourselves in pen- in penalties. Missed assignments and mental errors are going to kill you, and that's what the Cardinals are doing. They're not playing together as a team either. Absolutely not. Now, they are going to be playing the New Orleans uh, Saints on Thursday. That's going to be interesting because both teams really need a win. Both teams are two and four. But unless I see a massive change, I'm not sure I trust the Cardinals to get a win. Not with what I saw coming into this. And that's... You know what I think it is? You put so much energy and passion into your team and you love the team. And when they don't measure up, it's like it hurts. Yes, it does because you know their potential. That's, that's, yeah, that, that's exactly. And we know the Cardinals have potential. We've seen it. We've seen flashes of it. And you want them to win. Yep. So I would just say, I guess right now, I'm a little disappointed at where we're at. Um, I haven't lost hope necessarily. I think they can still turn it around, but they got to do a lot of, of correction. And I mean, a lot. So that's kind of my have take you, on. Huh? Go ahead. No, go, go ahead, ahead, Teresa. No, go ahead. Have you been watching any of the, the after game press when they lose? A little bit. Yeah. What is the coach saying? Same stuff. I have to fix it. It's on me. That kind of thing. Mm. What is Kyler Murray saying? He's kind of hemming and hawing. Now, I haven't heard anything after this week's, and I need to go back and watch, but any time I've seen him, he kind of hems and haws. Once in a while, he takes responsibility, but I don't really see that a lot right now. You know, and that, and to me, that's a big problem too. You know, and, and, and the issue that I see with the coach is, okay, yeah, you say you need to fix it. You say it's on you. So then exactly what are you going to do to fix it? Quit with the generalities. Yeah, he's stuck. Yeah. What about his other coaches? What about the offensive coach? Hey, I, I have not heard from him. Now, the guy that I do like and I do respect is the defensive line coach. He's got a kind of a grit to him. I hear him talk and I and I and I see a real football coach there. Okay. Well, we'll be watching to see what's going on with them because it's coming up and. Chiefs are playing again this Sunday at 325 and Broncos. Uh, 
we got to get them. They need their mojo. I'm hoping I'm hoping when we come back to record again, that we, our teams at least are, have, are on the mend because, yeah, this is bad. <laughs> this is bad. You know, the Chargers, man, when I watched them play the Chiefs, they were on fire. So we need to talk about our player. Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe you picked one. Yes. And speaking of the Chargers, um, that game was disappointing to see in terms of the Chiefs losing at the very nth hour. Usually they win at the nth hour. Oh, you mean the Broncos? Mm, yeah, excuse me, the Broncos. Yes, the, I'm getting the Bills and Chiefs game confused. Um, thank you for correcting me. But yes, the Chargers and the Broncos, I mean, oh my goodness. The um, one player, though, that I did want to highlight this on this episode is Dustin Hopkins. And the reason for that is Dustin Hopkins won the game for the Chargers against the Broncos. I mean, essentially, he had a injury, um, but yet he stepped up and kicked the ball successfully and was able to get points on the board. And as a result... Of that, yeah, the last kick he did, they were in overtime and they won. So the ex- the exciting thing is, sorry, I don't want to get that game mixed up with the Bronco or the Charger or the Chiefs and the other team, um, which, but this Dustin Hopkins, he was interviewed right after the game and he said, Uh, First and foremost, I want to give God glory, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I was really like way impressed with that. And I always love that when the players are sincere about that. And I did a little research on him and he does have quite a faith in Jesus. And he talks about it. I guess there was a podcast that he was on the sports spectrum podcast um, with Jason Romano and they featured him on that podcast, but he talks about his career and, you know, just the ups and downs. And of course he had a great finish to his last season and signed a contract extension to remain in Los Angeles. But What's really cool is he talks about his faith in Jesus. He talks about trusting in God's plans. He talks about the importance of prayer in all aspects of his life. And, you know, his wife, too, they're believers. And so it's always good to see the practice of a player's faith on and off the field and an attestment to that. And I mean, he was injured. His leg was not in a good place, his hamstring. But, you know, he was able to kick two field goals, um, one farther than the other. And, you know, he gave God glory for that success in the game, which well, they that, won and that's huge. That's almost a miracle. The Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not happy that he beat the Broncos, but I mean, let's let's actually talk about because I remember noticing that. Uh, you know, they were talking about this guy has a hamstring injury, but he's out kicking these field goals. And I'm going, 
you know what? That's pretty, um, you know, you got to have some, some, a little something to you. If you're going to come out playing while injured. Yeah. He was warming up too. And he wasn't about to not do that. He, and Buckner did that, you know, when he played with the chiefs, you know, with the game, he had come off an injury and then he kicked that amazing field goal. But anyway, getting back to Dustin Hopkins. <laughs> right, right, we right. Praise him for his, you know, his boldness on the field and off the field and how he get, gives God glory and, you know, in what he's doing. And he does, you know, he does believe that, you know, God has a plan and his path hasn't always been easy in the NFL. Well, and, and honestly, um, I'm reminded of something that Rush Limbaugh always used to say, you know, hey, talent, my, what I do is, is uh, yeah, there's talent, but it's talent alone from God, you know, and I believe and I and I have a feeling a lot of these football players would say the same, especially the believers. They would sit there and say, you know what, what I do on that field, talent on loan from God. Well, and I think it was a little scary for him when he got released by Washington in 2021, you know, and God, you know, just carried him through. And it's always scary when, you know, you think you're going one direction and it changes. I want to say this, you know, I am a huge fan. I, you know, we love our teams. We support our teams. But if you tell me that there is a player who is a solid believer on a team, I may not like the team, but I will darn sure respect that player if you're going to give god glory and be a witness for christ in that locker room trust me i'm good with that because god has you where he wants you for a reason he does and you know i know so many christians have gotten fed up with the nfl they're just done i'm done with it i'm not watching football i don't support it i mean i know and i understand why several yeah they they just they're like i don't want to but there are still Christians that have to be the salt and light and have to take a stand and Dustin Hopkins and others that we have highlighted Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes and, you know, many Colin, others. A, a few others. Yeah. So I think what we're doing by honoring them in this way is really, you know, our respect, our respect for, them. you know, so. we, we respect the game and, and, you know, and we have always maintained that we don't get into all the, the, some of the nonsense that the NFL gets into. We just don't go there. Okay. But we respect the game and we respect the players that play the game and we highlight the players that play the game in honor of the kingdom. That's it. You know, so that's it. Yeah, that's but, what we do. Michelle, thank you so much for highlighting Dustin. I think, um, you know, again, we're seeing, uh, you know, shoe leather put to your faith on and off the field. That's what it's about. So with that, I think we're going to wrap this up. This has been an edition of the Blaze and Guts show. I'm Teresa Blaze, along with my sidekick, Michelle Saunders Guts. Michelle, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Teresa, for having me. It is a fun thing to do. Ah, We love it. We love it. Um, And with that, guys, remember, it's football, but then there's the kingdom. I'm Teresa Blaze. We're out.
If you run across someone that we don't know about, please text it in. I want you to text NFL to 575-223-1596. You're going to get a little link. You're going to fill out your information. If you got football thoughts, anything, we want to hear about it. 